Oh, I'm just saying random. What's up guys? I think this is episode 3-0 of the flip side. Excited to dig right into it. Dude, 3-0 Christian. Episode 30, episode 30. Welcome back guys. Thank you so much for listening and your time. We say it every week, but last milestone that we hit was 26 weeks, half a year, now it's 30. So we hit finally hit a new chapter, episode 30. Um interested to see where we go from here, but yeah. New week, new milestone. We just keep we keep hitting and we keep hitting them. What are your thoughts? I'm pretty excited. Three zero feels like when it gets real. I feel like before thirty, it's sort of just a phase. It's just a trend. But I think once you get past like three zero, past thirty five, plus fifty, that's when it starts getting more and more real. Um, and, and yeah, I think thirty feels real. What's what's your thoughts? Yeah, hundred percent. It just feels more real. Like we'll, we'll we'll go on this slight topic, a tangent topic here, but so we we toss up the idea of you know potentially having a season, you know, or multiple seasons of this, and you know people can you know tune into their seasons they want to depending on the longevity of this. So we a thought was to essentially go thirty episodes, close it, or twenty six or whatever, close season one and then start season two. So we'd introduce, hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to season two. You know, thank you so much for listening. You know, season one was great. Season two, we plan to give you this, but I'll let you discuss the reasons for you wanting to essentially continue the numerical, chronological order in the sequencing of episodes and just being episode one all the way to episode no, 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 right? But like, what are your thoughts on seasonal podcasts or something like that? Because like, for me, when I when I think seasonal, my mind automatically correlates to TV shows, you know, like season one, and it's got a definitive start and a definitive end, and you're like, there's a long break, and you're very keen for the next one. But podcasts, I feel it's a little different, eh? Like, what are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I really like the idea that you brought to the table, um, having the idea of seasons. Like, it's weird how it works for TV. It's weird how Game of Thrones doesn't do, like, episode one to episode 180. They do seasons, and, like, I, I think, I guess, the one reason why they do seasons is to segment up the show, too, so they can have breaks in between seasons, so for actors to, you know, relax. Whereas podcasts and anime, it's like every single week, because you don't have any actors that need to take time off. Um, but yeah, season, it's like a thing that works well for TV show, I guess for those reasons, and I guess there are story arcs, but then even as humans, we have like story arcs, every season as well I guess um, but then again um, what I was just going to say is if we have different story arcs say one arc we're talking about like uh, mindset um, growth investing um, future that will attract different audiences and people might get confused but then again TV shows sort of have different arcs and they don't really um, lose audiences due to that um, but I think my main reason is I, I like the continuous episodes because I just like the idea of reaching like episode 100, episode 200, 1000. And I feel like that's sort of what really shows if we're serious. Like if we literally go to any company and say, hey, the flip side, we're up to episode 1000, we're looking for new sponsors. 
that is going to show them that we're serious and that's going to give them a chance and be like, hey, let's sponsor them because these guys have been going at it for a thousand weeks in a row. Um, those are my reasonings, I guess. What's your thoughts? I 100% agree in that seasons are good as a breakdown for story arcs and it, like I said before, it gives a definitive start and definitive end. It gives you know actors a chance to go here, there, and wherever, right? And I think you're right because if we were had to be, if we had to rotate this on a seasonal basis, not saying that we wouldn't record every week, still we probably still would, and just have a backlog and then release it. A, it hinders our ability to be able to like you know interact properly with our audience etc already we're like one or two weeks ahead and we might need to sort that out and we might need to address it later but for now it's fine right but like like i said already we're a week ahead but you're 100 right we'd have to essentially create a thematic um would have to take a, a thematic approach with the seasoning of it so like season one mindset season two growth season three investing and then it just becomes a little bit disjointed i feel because like people would only watch the season they want to and it's like if we have an entire season dedicated to growth and mindset in hindsight it could be a good idea i think we could have a project where like a four you know a four episode breakdown on like you know mindset we're having four different guests on and like them talking about it, it could be it could be it could work you know i think that's a good idea but a whole season, I think, would be stretching that, would be like, you know, really, what's the metaphor of it? We're like stretching out the so thin, like beating a dead horse. would be stretching it so thin that unless we have a new guest every week, it could work. But like, I think it's like, works out better for the series. But yeah, I'm 100% on board with the idea of a numerical episode 100, episode 150, because it like allows people not to like feel forced to watch season one, you know what I mean? So yeah I, I do agree and then also do feel like there's like a sense of freedom to this where as you're right one we can stay current and two we can just talk about whatever that's going on um and there isn't like we don't have to push a certain trend or arc um because um we, it's you know that season has to be around something and then if you don't have any sort of topics then there's no points of seasons um, because every episode is just random which is sort of what we're doing now and which is sort of what I enjoy and I just enjoy just sharing what's going on and yeah. It makes more sense. Like we, we always have the opportunity to be able to do maybe like a three-part series on like a special series on whatever growth mindset with other guests that we may want to have on, right? And there's always that opportunity, but it doesn't limit us. It doesn't limit us, you know what I mean? And I think that's the beauty of it, but... It is what it is. Today is the 6th of April, 2021. Um, we've just come back from an Easter long weekend. For me, it was an amazing, amazing break. For Andy, it was just, you know, just every, every, every week's a long weekend. But I think in corporate or in, in when you're working 9 to 5, you look forward to these sort of weekends. And it's something that, like, you know, you can really just kick back and take your socks off and just really enjoy it. How was your long weekend? Happy Easter to those who celebrate Happy Easter who don't just enjoy the holidays. But yeah, how, how was your long weekend? It was pretty good. Um, something crazy happened this long weekend. Um, I'll start from the, the start. So on Friday, um, we went down to the Seacliff Bridge in Wollongong with my family. Um, helped my mom climb up that mountain and she was like scared. I was teaching her how to abseil and that was a whole fun, cool family experience. Um, and I was using a rental car. So my G-Wagon's currently at Mercedes, Alexandria, Sydney. So they gave me a rental car 
for the weekend. It's just like a hatchback GLA 180. It's a pretty cool car. I like it. Um, so we've been driving around that and since I had a rental, I was like, damn, I should really put some Ks and kilometers and take this on a road trip. So the next day, which is Saturday, I just went on a random road trip and I had no direction. Uh, all I did was that night search like camping with stars or something. And a few locations came up. I found one location that was three hours out. I was like, okay, that's where I'm going to go. Drove three hours out. First, I checked out these glowworm tunnels. And it was crazy. It was like a 40-minute drive off-road. It was like dirt road, sort of. So, like, every time a car would come down, you would just be... There will be a sandstorm and you have to stop for a few seconds before you can see to drive. There's a bunch of potholes. The car's... Just, the back window's covered in dirt. It's just getting all dirty. But there's these cool tunnels, these cool roads. And it was amazing. Going into tunnels and seeing all these glowworms just light up in pitch black. Amazing experience. Then I drive to the next location. And the next location is supposed to be this abandoned mining town, mining sort of factory. Um, but I got to the entrance, it was locked and it was closed for private property. So I was like, what do I do now? Um, and I go to a local town and I, and I see there's like a campsite there. I'm rolling around in this Mercedes and everyone's just giving me like dirty looks. Like, cause it's just a really redneck hippie town. Um, in the countryside, so everyone just like giving me these uncomfortable looks. I find this cool random couple, older, like probably in their like late 40s, talk to them, set up tent with them, and I go ahead and just drive around the area. Um, I drive up north, I check out these nice roads, the views are beautiful, grassland, mountains, um, and then, you know, I'm just driving aimlessly. I couldn't find the national park nearby, which I was trying to find. Um, but on the way back, going back to town, like I saw this turtle crossing the road. I drove past it and I was like, okay, I want to go pick up the turtle. That's pretty cool. It's like a baby turtle. Maybe I'll bring it home. Get out the car, go back, and the turtle's crushed. Like, <laughs> I felt so bad. Like the turtle was just crushed and its guts were out. And I felt so bad. Like, I, I was like... Like I, I felt like a freaking like Logan Paul or something like like doing some crazy thing and I was like filming it a bit just because I wanted to like remember this bad experience but I just felt so bad. Oh no! Did you like put it to the side of the road and just? Oh, I should have. But it was dead. It was crushed. It was blood. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> oh. You panicked. Didn't you? you panicked. I was like, no. Um. Do you want to see footage? Let, let me no. see. <laughs> Alright, cool. Like, I'll, I'll, show it, I'll see it later, but like, not, not now. Not All right. now. <laughs> we don't want a Logan Paul situation. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that. Oh my god. So then, how did you deal with that? You just essentially packed up, moved on, and just kept going? So initially, I was like, I didn't really care. I was going to keep driving. But then think of like all these other like influences on how they didn't care, like David Dobrik and David Dobrik, that's a whole wow. other big thing. Logan Paul. I was like, maybe I need to like really take this in and like like feel sad for the turtle and that's exactly what happened. Like I was like, let's take this in and then I was just like really sad for the next like 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, and I was like, like that's another topic, like mourning versus it is what it is and moving on. Like, what's the benefits of mourning 
and like why is it bad to just like move on if if it there's nothing you can change what's your thoughts Christian I think mourning is a very complex process which is completely different for each person some people are able to just cop it on the chin and just like grieve in their own way everyone grieves differently everyone processes things differently everyone is uh, like people are more sensitive to certain things than other people are so i think the concept of mourning is very dependent on the type of person you are i 100 i would need to mourn i need time like space before i can just accept like deep down i know you got to like breathe it in accept it cop it cop it on the chin move on but like if you think about it as like the worst case scenario hand to god your mother no one no one wants that like no one wants that right like i think as as hard as it is to say like oh you know i just move on if you know i loved one passed away no like deep down you're gonna hurt and like that's why mourning is important because it allows you to like you give yourself time to do that but you can't get too like you know caught up in otherwise it'll just you can get you can just get in a cycle and become unhealthy because you can pick up a lot of bad habits you can just you know blame a lot of bad luck and bad decisions on oh but i'm mourning there comes a point where you need to essentially pack it up and accept it is what it is but i think it's a process that everyone needs to go through but everyone goes through differently depending on the situation and what they're feeling etc what are your thoughts i 100 percent already know that you're it is what it is sort of person but i still want to hear your thoughts so initially i am is it is what it is person where i don't really get affected and i just like keep going because i feel like there's no benefit of mourning or no benefit of like being sad and just like doing nothing but i think it's like a mix of both like what i'm learning now is i should take it in to a degree where i learn from the mistakes so i learn that if there's something slowly moving around, just like slow down, try to swerve it. Like, I think I saw that from a distance. I knew it was a turtle, but for some reason, I recklessly just kept driving because I assumed that I was going to drive past it and it was going to be in the middle, but I assumed wrong, obviously. Um, so really taking it in to learn from that experience, to do it differently next time, or learn from the mistakes of um, someone that passed away, take it in, um, taking the lessons and then moving on so I think that that's sort of what I'm at now and obviously my thoughts are going to change because this is something I haven't experienced enough to to pivot and, and change the strategy but right now the probably um, route or strategy or habit that I have is probably taking it in really feeling what's happened accepting it and then moving on straight away I think from what you've said to me, it sounds awfully a lot like how you'd go about your day-to-day life in terms of, you know, the, because you're in the, you have an opportunity to be doing what you're doing, being an entrepreneur, right? It's quite a methodical process where you break it down into its fine elements and just go, okay, look, this is what happened. Maybe I should have done this, how I should process this, what I need to do. Okay, this is what I need to do to move on. Just like a very methodical process as opposed to, you know, you're completely removing an emotional bias out of any decisions, out of any, out of the entire process, which is important because, like I said before, you can't act out of emotion because the minute that you act out of emotion, you'll do things you regret, you say things you regret, do a lot of things wrong, right? But yeah, I feel like I'm 
I I have a lot more of an emotional response as opposed like I definitely the benefits of a methodical approach are there, but yeah, it's a situational thing. Like if it's a turtle, I I, I my heart will break for poor little turtle. You know what I mean? But it's interesting, isn't it? How like people think so differently as a even like with mourning. I never really thought about mourning or grieving. Like if people, I feel like the people that I don't know. What are your thoughts? Do you think people are stone can be perceived as stone cold if they have a methodical approach as to dealing with it? But like that, people deal with things differently. You know what I mean? Like. I wouldn't classify you as stone cold, but it can come across as stone cold and like come across as, oh, I didn't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, because the thing I wondered, like, let's say your your best friend's sister, friends, older brother, mum died, like literally today. You probably would be like, oh damn, that sucks, but you wouldn't feel anything. Um, why? Why don't you feel something? When this external person has literally just died, um, and then why do you have to go ahead and mourn and take you know a whole month off or even you know a week or a few days to mourn if someone close to you passed away? Now probably the answer is going to be is because you have a lot of memories, um, they've done so much for you, and now they're gone. It's you know really sad. But then that's the exact same thing that happened to that other person. They probably had gave a lot of good experiences to other people, but it's not to you personally. Um, but then again, something I just realized through talking with you, Christian, is right now I'm pretty like burnt out, where I'm like easily triggered at things, um, and I'm aware of. I haven't been like this. This is like stage one burnout. I haven't been in stage one burnout in a while because I've been keeping pretty balanced. But I think what stage one burnout is the reason why I'm triggered is I think it's because I'm really pushing down stuff like sadness or something, and like that pushing or ignoring that is making me like easily triggered. Because like for some reason, just talking about this, I was like, huh? If I wanted to, after this podcast, I could literally like put on some headphones, curl up in a ball, and sit in my wardrobe. And, and cry if I like really try to, and I was like, why do I need to cry right now? Why do I feel sad? And like as I'm talking about it, it's just like all these feelings that have accumulated over the last few months of working, just bubbling back up. And burnout occurs when you're just pushing it down. And that's something I just realized now talking with you. Healthy conversations are always a start for being able to express yourself otherwise if you're always going to be like it goes with anything say okay for instance you have the work right but say for instance we'll stay on the track of mourning right um you're right like uh, a person who's very distant to you that have their own family that are close to them who would deal with that emotional shock their own way and you know from afar you'd just be like oh, you'd shrug your shoulders and just be like Oh, okay, like that person had no impact on you. That's exactly right because they had no impact on you. Like, right. So that situation is different. And the same with you. Like that situation is different to you with working. It affects you differently. You process it differently. And if you aren't able to give yourself time to process it and just push it down and be like, okay, no, I need to keep moving on. I can't keep thinking about it. It's just going to stay there. It's, it's, it's going to be like... I think that's the answer. You're exactly right like it stays there as like a like a rock 
like a big rock in the middle of your stomach and you'll always feel that rock and then the minute that you start to feel the rock more you force yourself to push it down and be like no nah, i don't have the time to think about this because the minute i give time to think about it time is precious time is money i lost time and that's time i'm not going to get back because you don't know how long you're going to think, think about it for and you think you're going to get in a cycle you think you're going to do this that that but if you talk about it a little bit and really just understand as to maybe why you're feeling this or what you can do to prevent this from happening in the future that rock suddenly just feels a lot smaller because you're allowing yourself to think about it you're allowing yourself to go into detail as to what's going on you know, like it's something as small as that which lets you to like which allows you to move on which allows you to mourn which allows you to progress so it's people deal with it differently for me i'm 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 definitely one of those people that sit on it i i just take time to myself and just process it all and then allow myself to come back and be open to a lot of other people but yeah, everyone everyone deals with it differently you know what i mean like you shouldn't be ashamed of dealing with the way you do. i think if you don't mourn or don't cry or don't let it out it just builds up and it leads to like burnout and it leads to like depression um and recently my solution to burnout is just getting a lot of sleep and going to nature and stuff but i'm going to try the strategy of really just like talking to myself really seeing why i'm angry why I'm sad, why I feel it, try to shed a tear. You know, I, I rarely cry. Like, but I think like if I focus on I can let it out. And crying is something that's natural. And I think if you don't cry once every while, it's unhealthy maybe. Um, but then also, on the other hand, couldn't you just get to burnout just because you're just like overworking yourself? And then how do you get, how do you distinct the difference? Yeah, like 100%. You can definitely get a burnout from overworking yourself, but at the same time, that still puts a lot of emotional stress on you, given that the emotional toll is still there because you're you're really pushing yourself to try and achieve this. And if you're not, you're always questioning as to what's going on. Why isn't this working? Or like, you know, what what's happening? Like, I, this should be working. Or like, why am I in this situation that I'm in? And then, then it just keeps cycle. And then you get these feelings. Of, like, it's it's always like you need to be able to take a step back like whether you take a methodical approach into dealing with things or an emotional approach people you like there's always going to be that emotional aspect in every human being within it needs to be addressed and the minute you don't address it issues arise definitely you can deal with it at a methodical approach but yeah 100% right sometimes you just you just need to shed that tear you, you need to sit down talk it out understand it accept that it's wrong accept that things aren't working out because the minute that you because I'm I'm hundred percent the same where I refuse to accept that if something's not working out, like pissed. Like if I'm applying to a job and I don't get it, like what's wrong with me? Why am I not getting this? I know I'm better than a lot of other people. You got pissed. You question a lot of things, but take a step back, plan it all out, talk to yourself, just keep pushing. Everything happens for a reason. Everything like I'm a believer in everything happens for a reason. I know maybe you're not, but like I think everything happens for a reason. I think the you reap the rewards that you get when you work hard and there's no denying that you work hard so you just take it in you take it in that's what i'll have to say you have to take it on that topic i think uh, on the destiny and stuff actually i actually have been starting to believe it more and more so i've been watching how many mother as you know nearly finished nine seasons and it's true like when you meet that girl you marry at 35, 30, 28, 27, 
you literally had to go through all these different breakups, all these different downs and ups, losing your job. All those things had to happen to meet for you to end up with that girl. So literally everything literally happens for a reason. Um, and all the, like everything I experienced has happened due to me not being able to go back to America, me choosing to force myself to say yes to this, me um, meeting up with some fan and that led to something like everything does happen for a reason strangely and that's sort of why my hypothesis is doing so many different things because when you do a bunch of different things they just open a bunch of timelines uh, for different future things to happen and obviously each timeline might just go to a dead end and nothing happens but more timelines the better yeah 100 percent. it's like you talked about last week like, that's a great way to put it like each different thing that you do opens up a new timeline each different party that you think you might not want to go to because you don't know many people there could open up a timeline you meet different people even if it doesn't you went it is what it is you know it's a good experience or like even if you didn't do something it happened it's like you talked about last week we had potential you have a rolex on your wrist or you got the geohagen it opens up the doors that you didn't know was there previously and you know you can question certain purchases you can question certain decisions but at the end of the day all roads lead to Rome. Everything ha- I'm telling you, like, if, like, okay, if you go into, if you go into everything with the mindset that everything happens for a reason, then just, like, become a dickhead and just do, like, a bunch of random stupid shit. Like, you're an idiot. You deserve what's coming to you because you will put yourself in a situation which is un- unfamiliar, unwarranted, and just something that you shouldn't be doing. But, like, if you just keep doing what you're doing, bro, I'm telling you, everything happens. New timelines, it's a flash, bro. You, you flashpoint, you get new timelines everywhere. You just choose which timeline you get. Maybe you, the, the timeline that you meant to be following, like your one true timeline, hasn't even opened it. You just don't know. You don't know. I'm exactly. Telling you. You're right. There, there's probably like a timeline that leads to being the one and that hasn't opened yet. But then again, even those dead timelines of like you go into a party and you meet literally no one and you go home half an hour later, even though that timeline has technically end, but that timeline aids to you creating a new timeline because now you've got that extra bit of confidence, that extra bit of um, talking skill, that extra bit of um, less anxiety to go to a party that led you to go into something else that you would have said no if you said no to this one. And then that timeline leads to you doing something amazing. Um, so even dead timelines allow to create better timelines yeah and create your own timeline we're going to title this how to create your own timeline or something along those lines but yeah 100 percent. you don't think about it that way eh? like something that you could be perceiving as a dead time waste of time really there's a little bit of growth in there which you can inhibit and take on to something else and it's just see even this even this podcast is a timeline i did not know i was gonna like it's always something i wanted to do but isn't it crazy like if we didn't go on that trip this timeline wouldn't have happened like it wouldn't have been a thing i wouldn't have got to meet steven i wouldn't have got to do this with you and like you know really get a better understanding as to what we're supposed to do in this and obviously we're still learning we don't have anything down pat at all by any means and that's the beauty of it but it's still a timeline it's crazy it's it's mental it is meant the minute you stop and think about the certain decisions that you made to lead to where you are right now bro it, it's fantastic and that's why that's why when you take a methodical approach you need to realize 
that sometimes you know grieving is the best because it allows you to really process as to how far you've come what you've done and everything and the timeline that's created you know what i mean exactly and the thing is each timeline has like a maturity age like the timeline gets better and better as long as it doesn't die i think that's so like if you go to a party you meet one person you start hanging out with that person they introduce you to their group of friends and then you get to know their group of friends that you meet a girl that timeline just keeps getting better and better over time same as this podcast timeline it's just going to get more and more interesting we're going to be sharing different stories crazier things are going to happen in the future and if we keep a timeline happening it just gets better and better over time and that's sort of why when someone hits like the age of 30 and they've had like freaking 10 different timelines going for the last 10 years by the time they hit 30 they're freaking like multi-millionaire because everything's just maturing all together and then it all comes it all comes full circle you learn from the experiences of other people and yeah like it's interesting eh? like i'd say that i'm i'm on my chosen timeline in terms of career i think i'm on a set timeline. i don't see myself pivoting anyway any like in a in a huge manner you know what i mean but yeah would you say that you're on that timeline in the sense that with your business and everything like i i'd say you are i'd 100 percent say you are I reckon right now, like, I'm, I'm springing like freaking 20 timelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do feel like I'm going to slowly merge it to one and I'll trim off timelines. That's another thing. Trimming off timelines. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, sometimes there are things that you just can't focus on. Like, right now, like, I might end up in the future trimming off the Rolex and nice cars timeline and just focus on the main business. I might trim off the timeline of just freaking going to random parties and creating, rather than potentially creating those new timelines, just stop creating those new timelines and the timelines of meeting people at random parties might go extinct. Uh, so I think right now I'm just going wide and I do need to trim it back very, very soon because I do find myself getting spread thin and getting a bit too distracted. Um, so I think it's always going to be growing small, grow small. And then the, the middle vein will just get thicker and thicker over time. Yeah, I think you're definitely in a, in a position right now, as opposed to, say, 30 weeks ago when when we first started. Dude, that's so crazy. 30 weeks ago, like, com- like I don't know about you, but I was, like, in a completely different, different situation, yeah. different setup. Uh, things were a lot different. Like, I didn't have the fish tank. Like, the, the surroundings different. Wow. Yeah, and I was just about to say, 30 weeks ago, everything was completely different. You had, you didn't have many wider timelines in the sense that you're quite focused on your business and you weren't ready to like really splash out on a lot of different things. But, you know, you're, you're currently at a stage where you have all these different things going on, left, right, center, left, right, center. And I think you've realized that and some need to like trim and then, you know, you put yourself back on a path. And yeah, like it's just a matter of time. Being so- self-aware as to what's going on around you it's interesting eh? 30 weeks ago it was completely different wow yeah yeah Yeah. that's one of the things i had like i do want to go back to the weekend story but before we do i reckon like if we like film literally a thousand episodes like in the future there's gonna be ai that can just scan all a thousand episodes and recreate us like we would basically live forever because like the more we talk all these stories we share the the commonalities of what words do we say after each word and like literally if we like they could make a joe rogan ai now like they literally can 
it, it doesn't help that all our personal information is backed up onto the cloud as well that any particular ai could just immediately cross-reference that with this and then become have a personality with all the personal details bank accounts etc they just have a digital version of ours we've spoken about this before but <laughs> in essence yeah there is a potential of that in the future but we'll, we'll go back to the we'll go back to the weekend story like so the poor turtle got crushed side tangent there but yeah and what happened after so did you find a place to camp next to those people did you go back to them or not so i drove back and there was this like road long road and i just wanted to turn into it to see what it looks like turn into it ended up being private property and i was like huh maybe i should turn around because this is private property but i just kept going and i saw a group of people bonfire they look pretty young i saw like some cool cars like there was like a bmw there was like a toyota land cruisers some like utes and i was like oh, i should turn around because i'm obviously going into someone else's house right now and they're doing their thing but for some reason i was like no i i need to keep going so i kept driving all the way park got out and they walked towards me they're like hey there i was like hey i was like do you know where the national park nearby is like i can't seem to find it uh, or is there any like hikes any way i could get to the top of these surrounding mountains and they start showing me they're like super cool guys they're roughly in their like early 30s late 20s maybe mid 30s and we're just chatting i'm telling them about my camping experience they're like did you travel on your own why are you on your own um and we're just talking and they're like um i was like yeah i've just since i already set up tent in the town i was just looking for something to do before the sun sets and it was like, hey, why don't you, you know, hang out with us um, before the sun sets? And I was like, awesome. So I start talking to them, getting to them, getting to know them more. And I was talking to one of the girls, and she's like, that town's like filled with weirdos. I was like, what? I didn't know that. And then we're talking more, and she was like, hey, why don't you just set up tent right here? And then we talk more and more. And I'm like, okay. We and I end up saying, hey, yeah, I'm gonna go retrieve my tent. I'll, I'll be right back before the sun sets. So, so like I drive off, this, do my tent, say bye to that couple I met, um, give them my details and show them where I'm staying just in case these people kill me. <laughs> and then I drive back to the location. They tell me where to set up tent. They tell me to set it pretty far from the house, which is okay because I'm a stranger. Set up tent. And we end up just like having an amazing conversation. Like all these people are super cool. Like the main guy who is leasing the farm, he owns like a tailoring business makes suits there's another guy that owns a farm that grows like grain and wheat there's another guy that has like a sports cream sort of thing um there's like the girlfriend or the wife of that tailoring guy she owns like a bridal business tailoring bridal dresses and they're all like pretty like pretty decent like entrepreneurs and business people and we're just talking about business and we just totally click and this we had a nice bonfire they had food the skies was amazing the, the the stars were crazy you could see the whole milky way and then around 8 p.m um they bring out they, they offer me some and then half an hour later you know i have my own pax era so i'm, I'm chilling i'm talking to them um first i bring out the packs and they're like that it instantly breaks the ice because I could tell they were really on. Um, they were like, 
no laughing, no giggling. And then like they didn't say anything about it because I was just this young kid. And then the moment I bring out the packs, one of the guys like, oh, thank God, I thought I was gonna have to hide the from this damn kid. So instantly break the ice. They give me a hour in, don't feel anything. An hour and a half, I feel pretty like chill and zen. I thought maybe I already got the and it already hit me, but I'm just like pretty high tolerance. And then freaking 11 p.m. hits me like a truck. Now I'm struggling to move around. Now I'm starting to slur. Now the conversations are being less like cool and like talking about business. Now I'm just like, just like numb. And then I eventually knock out like, hey, I'm gonna leave at like 11.30. I, I get to my tent, go in, lie down. And then I keep waking up like every half an hour and the time feels like it's slowing down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm checking my clock and only a few times now it's like it's hot. I'm like putting on my sleeping bag. I'm making myself into like a burrito. Then it's getting too hot. I'm pulling everything out and I'm like trying to stretch because it's hot. And then I'm like blurringly trying to like open up the, the tent to get out, putting my shoes and going to like piss and take a leak. And then everything's slow motion. I'm trying to hold my torch. I'm trying to leak, and I'm not. And then like, and then for some reason, I felt. I'm pretty sure. I, I even now, I felt like I've dreamt this before. I've dreamt the. I've had multiple dreams where I would like try to struggle to get out of this weird tent, go into this weird dark place, and I would piss. I'll take a leak into the grass, and usually, I would you know, leak in the bed and I'll wake up from the dream. You know, it was a wet dream, but not like an actual wet dream. It was like, uh, I pissed in the bed and I'll wake up. So if I had these dreams before and I was like, is this a dream? Am I a dream right now? Am I going to wake up after I piss? So I piss and I don't wake up. Um, this is real life right now. I'm like, what? I've dreamed, I've had these dreams when I was younger. And I'll go back into town, crawl back in, Go in my thing, turn myself into burrito. My eyes are like while I'm sleeping, I'm seeing these like cool like, um, you know those old school games where like you're, sh you're flying and you're shooting different things yeah, or like yeah. there's different patterns. Like I'm seeing those patterns in my eyes as I'm lying. I've also done this when I was younger. Um, I I've dreamt of this. And then I'm hearing background noise. I've done, I, I repeat that exact same process like twice. And the third time I'm like, I need to break out of this cycle. I'm going to like walk to my car or something. I'll get out and walk to my car. And the moment I thought of that, I was like, I've dreamt of me going out, walking into my car, sitting in my car and like getting cold. And I do that exact thing. And now I'm sitting in my car, like a bit cold and because I think I feel safe in the car. And then I also do another thing where I, I go back to the tent. I go out of the tent. I go to the... The, the fireplace where everyone's sitting and I scream, hey guys, I think I'm, I'm tripping out or something. But I, I also remember dreaming about doing this, like I've had a dream of this exact experience in the freaking past. And I'm like sitting there now, I'm like cross my legs and I'm like, holy shit, everything I do right now, I can't sleep. If I go and pee, that's what I've dreamt. But if I go back to the car, I've done that before. I've also had a dream where I went into that scary house and tried to see everyone 
I also had a dream before where I just kept walking into the distance and I end up like hanging myself on a tree. That sounds a bit bad. Or like another route where like I just like take the car and I drive off. And then everything felt like as I kept going down those different possible routes, I felt like I would die in the end. I was like, holy crap, am I in a simulation that just keep cycling? Literally, I'm just in this cycle. I'm like, how do I, what the hell is happening? Um, it just felt so real. It felt like I've dreamt this in the past and then now it's actually has happened to me in real life and this is my last night. Like this is when the dreams from when I was younger come into fruition. And now I'm thinking like, what in the f- Was it just like stuff or was there like some mushrooms or some Did they spike? What the hell is happening? Are they trying to, are they going to come and get me? Um, and then eventually I just like forced myself, okay, like sometimes my, my heart beating would get hard, it would get hard. I was just like, fuck, I'm just gonna lie down and just like, just like chill out. And then luckily I then knock out till like 6 a.m. Um, and then I wake up and then I was like, huh, did all those things I just mentioned, did those happen? And I checked my phone because I've recorded some of the things to check, like I literally did a recording saying, hey, one, two, three, is this real? Because if I watch the footage back, if I see myself saying those things, I'm not in a simulation, I'm not in a dream. And I'll actually see the videos of me saying, I'm like, holy shit, all this is real. And then the next morning I check the videos, they're still there, I'm like, holy shit, this all happened. I wake up, I go to the car, there's finger marks on the cars. So I actually went and sat in the car. So all those things I just told you, actually freaking happened it was not a dream i was like what the hell happened and like for some reason i had some existential feeling that like literally talking about timelines our lives have already been planned out like we already know what's going to happen to the very end and there's many different routes that you can take they're all going to sort of lead to a similar route or they might split and go to different directions but things have sort of already like i thought I could feel like I could see my future. Like I literally knew every if I did this thing, this would happen, this would happen because I've dreamt of it in the past. But yeah, that was some crazy freaking experience. Oh, my friend, you really, really know how to push your limits in terms of your comfort zones with strangers in being in a bush. I would have shat myself. I would have actually died. I don't know how you could have... Yeah, you know why? Because I was like, please end this repetition. Please stop repeating. Let me get out of this simulation. So I literally, I was like, I, in my, when I was young, I was like, why would people like get bad trips and die? I get it. I sort of get it. I think this is also like a big mix of like being in an unfamiliar environment. You know, everything was happening all at once. And then you became your paranoia crept in because of the deja vu that you're experiencing and it all just kind of culminated into one big yeah because you know how that does happen like sometimes you do get feelings of deja vu where you literally stop midway of doing something you're like you're like but that was like an entire evening for you so that was just wow what an experience to say the least you it was something that you're never going to forget and you have the recordings to prove it yeah I love documenting stuff like that so the the lessons learned is one definitely don't take stuff from strangers um, stick to whatever you have 
Um, and two, what I took from that sort of trip was life is like sort of already planned out. Like when I was going through that, one of the things I was going through my mind was like, as I could see my whole future, I was like, what's the point of like, <laughs> this might sound a bit suicidal, but I was like, what's the point of living? I literally know what's going to happen. I know all these different routes. If I do this and that, that's all going to lead. I'm going to eventually die. Why not just die now? <laughs> now, obviously my survival instincts kicked in. I was like, no, I'm not going to die. I'm too precious. And that's when your ego comes <laughs> in. Like, this. I'm not dying. I'm so much on the line. And the reason why it felt like assimilation was it felt like when I'm in the state I'm now, where I'm going at it day by day, it feels like everything is just slow and we're sort of really embracing and living in assimilation and we're not waking up. Like I felt like I was in a literal like freaking matrix sort of thing where the moment I wake up, I'll be in this whole different world. And by doing this and staying alive, I'm succumbing to the assimilation. And those were the thoughts I was having. Um, but what I did learn was like, you know, we are in a simulation or we are in a game and literally anything is possible. Like anything, like we should be taking a risk. We should be walking up to that girl that we think is really pretty and, and just saying hi. We should be um, going ahead and um, su- applying for this job that we think we have no chance for. Um, just because we should apply for it. Like we should be doing all those things because this is a freaking game and it's all going to end the same way. And literally like if we're in this game, we might as well really embrace it and have fun. Um, but yeah, that was an interesting trip. Yeah, 100%. Wow, what a story. I think that tops all the stories you've had on this podcast so far. Oh my God. Like firstly, I'm so happy you're safe and everything. And secondly, thank you. Wow, we'll go into more depth later, but oh my god oh my god Wait. look guys what a way what oh god i'm just shocked i'm honestly shocked yeah let me play like i'll play some videos on my phone because it's like it'll be hard for you to see but i'll play it anyway so everyone can get a, a bit of a sneak peek all right oh shit i'm just saying random shit And there was like this other clip where I was just like... And I'm like freaking like, for some reason putting the camera out of my like... Like, dude, like I'm, I'm like trying to see if it's real. I'm like freaking checking my body. And I'm re-watching that clip afterwards. And I'm like, holy shit, this is happening. Looking at your face, you look so out of it. You're like... Oh, bro, your face, you were just like, what is going on? Like, you were sleeping, and then they had the flash on your eyes, and you just, oh, what a surreal, out-of-body, out-of-world experience. Oh, my God. And, like, I was like, oh, here, let me see the, if I put it in the car. Oh, here. So I'm like, damn, like, those are finger marks from my car. So I actually, like, went and sat in my car. That's weird. Go out of my tent, go into my car, just sitting there. And trying to sleep. Like that actually happened. Like what the hell? It's so crazy. Like all these outer world, out of body experiences, you can confirm that it happened. Like usually afterwards when you wake up, you just be like, 
uh, what just happened or did that happen? But if you happen, think everything is a dream and you ignore it and just push it into the background, yeah, into the background and continue moving on. Otherwise, you'll be succumbing to the simulation and it's just like, uh, but um. Yeah, there you go, guys. We've hit a good mark. Before we go into any deeper rabbit holes, I think we're going to end it there. Um, episode 30. I'll remember this episode for a while. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Andy, I'll let you sign off, but thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I love doing these. It's like a way to document and solidify our stories. Um, because, like, literally this podcast, I think, like, it's sort of like a, it's like the most in-depth way to share who you are. Like, even if I create a documentary combining all my vlog footage, all my camera footage, this is going to be a, this is going to be the foundation of any TV show, any documentary, because this is the best way to get to know someone. When there's just a bunch of clips put together, it's not a true form of who that person is at that time. So that's why I enjoy doing these, and it's a way to really document um, what's happening at the time. And I just love sharing these, like mind-opening stories and situations and yeah i really appreciate everyone that's listening and and being and joining me and joining me along with this journey so yeah thanks guys and thank you christian for being a part of it and doing this with me definitely definitely and um i just want to like say like if you're listening on spotify or whatever thank you so much as well appreciate it uh we do have a new youtube channel where these podcast episodes will be released so we'll leave a link any subscriptions would be much appreciated any likes etc uh, just trying to streamline away from the main channel and in my channel so we've got our own youtube channel um yeah just leave a link please give it a watch give everything a few listens etc but appreciate it very much guys thank you so much peace guys go to the flip side and if it doesn't show up search the flip side Andy, my and christian Pabu, and it should pop up if you added those names and hopefully eventually uh, once we rank up if you search up the flip side we're at the top that's a goal peace out guys